the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. The answer, we're broadcasting live from Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Road. And uh, we encourage you to come on by and uh, visit with us or ask a gardening question in person. It's a cloudy, cool day. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> I'm not sure what it's going to do. What is this? Is this your definition of cool? <laughs> well, uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, it is. It was this morning. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah it was it, nice this morning. Yeah, when I got here at 7... 30, It's very peaceful around here by myself. Yeah. Actually. And it was a nice breeze. I was walking around. You don't out. sell much, though, when you're uh. by yourself, do you? Uh, absolutely nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but it's amazing how much I can get done. Yeah, actually, you're right, because uh, there was some reason I had to get here early to, to I think, I'd pick something up. For, I don't know, anyway. It was you were in a hurry to bring me my taco. That was it. And yeah. it was, uh, it was like, just eight o'clock on a weekday, and it was just so peaceful. People were starting to come in and stuff. But yeah, you're right. I had got over that lady with the cat walking the cat yesterday. Yeah, I told Jeremy about that. He about flipped out, and he so he, he wants to know, he wants a walking cat now. <laughs> well, tell tell us again what that variety was. Does uh, well, anybody remember see. it? It won the link. Bengal. Bengal. There yeah. you go, Thank you. Well, it looked more like a. A leopard than yeah, a, it was than a tiger. It was named after That's a tiger, spots. Yeah. yeah, it had spots. It, it's an interesting looking cat. Oh, yeah. and long and slim, yeah. but she but she was bold too. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it didn't hesitate to look and she had crawl in the. Yeah, she had three of them. There's all and kinds of big cats. You know, my <laughs> wife used to run an animal hospital. Yeah, yeah. and so that there was several of them there, and somebody offered her one. Oh and really? What? I'm so glad she refused because oh, God. those what? things those things were big enough to eat our chihuahuas. Uh. <laughs> what kind of cat was it? I, I can't remember. There was like two or three really large, oh. not well, semi-domesticated <laughs> cats. Yeah, and I've seen. I know there are people. I don't know if it's illegal now that actually raised them. Yeah, as tigers and stuff. It's like oh, well, yeah, you can't do tiger. You got to permission, but there's there's some other cats that I don't think you have to. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I, that, they're still she, like three times the size of a normal cat. Though. Yeah, I was asking her if that cat, if that uh, male cat, male whatever it was, uh, would catch it. Would uh, catch. It uh, was a good hunter. Yeah, it was a good hunter. And she said, "No, this one's not." Yeah, I think so. It she... just chases the squirrels away. It chases them, but it doesn't catch them. 
Yeah. And she's got two females at home. Yeah. And she showed me pictures. They're beautiful. One's white. And uh, she so, said, but they catch squirrels. Well, those are the hunters. Yeah. yeah That's how they are in, uh, in most of the cat things. The girls are the hunters. Yeah. What do the guys do? Kick back. <laughs> just relax, watch a little TV. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny how different they are, too, because my two now are, that's what all they do is, my Westies is run and bark. And <laughs> they, if they catch one, which sometimes they do because the cats are bold, and uh-huh. they don't know what to do. It's kind of like they look at look at me for advice. Like chasing but, a car. Huh? But the ones I've ha- had in the past... Yeah, we would end up we would end up with the squirrels or rats on the bed, you know. Oh, were they a female? Yeah, we had two females and a male. Okay, my, my female standard poodles would pluck one right out of a tree. They'd go jump against the fence and use it as a springboard to get up into Good the tree. Yeah. Oh my God! I've seen that too. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. Oh man, but that's you, serious. That you know what I saw today? To what? I was walking the the dogs today, and uh, you know we got all those deer in that neighborhood. And uh, <laughs> I ran across the road in front of me, and uh, I said, wait a minute, that's not a deer. That was a coyote. Oh, huh. Lord. And, uh, of course, the Westies wanted to go get it. I, said, nah, I don't think you do. No, probably not. Coyote would probably run off. They are uh, kind of notorious for, in our neighborhood, for Eating the cats. cats. Yeah. yeah. And, but, <laughs> boy, he was big, and he was attractive. He looked like he was in hmm. prime Yeah. Pelt. That's, that's the kind of thing my pelt. wife would get out of the car and try to, here, don't get in there. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's, oh, that's her. No. Every time. <laughs> I think this one would have stopped and said, well, let me think about that. How good is that food you're offering? Yeah. <laughs> What's the offer? As I was walking out yesterday, I yeah. got excited when I saw some a lot of uh, white uh, tra- uh, lantana. A trailing lantern. Oh, okay. And he got some purple over there, too. But uh, that's why planted amongst that purple is is pretty striking. Yeah, when that white is in full bloom, it, oh, yeah. it's spectacular. And uh, usually, I don't know whether people buy them out before I see them, but uh, usually there's not many there when it's white. Well, well you, yeah, and they wouldn't. You win. shop on the worst two days. So oh. Most of the stuff comes in, you know. Monday through Friday, and a lot's left by Saturday morning. Yeah, those so, are pretty white. So you need to come more often, or during the week. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I'll try. I'll trust you. But I anyway, don't know. And uh, it's peaceful here. It's nice and calm. And... Right now it is. Yes. No, no. On, on the weekend, <laughs> oh, weekdays too. Yes, it is. So and, uh, I bet it'll be peaceful this week. Bring an umbrella. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you want the weather forecast or no? Not really. Okay, no. I, won't, I won't do the weather forecast. We'll wait till you leave. Unless it's going to start raining after 6 every day. No. Uh, I think it will be raining after 6. No. I just don't know whether it'll be raining before 6. I don't know when it's going to start. Now, if you, uh, now can we uh, talk, too, about uh, butterflies? I mean, we... That pro- the program on Saturday, there was a lot of interest in the uh, oh, really? butterflies. Yeah. yeah what do, what did we, we talk about that yesterday, the program on Saturday? I think we talk about that every weekend. No, I'm talking about the uh, the his, his oh, yeah. program. Little bit. We talked a little bit. We had some people that were. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but let's see. We got, we've got tropical uh, milkweed. Yeah, I see them blooming. And we got there. mist flower. Uh, we got firebush over there. Um, 
Now, that's compact firebush. Yeah. What else have we got here, Trace? That, uh, Coneflower. Oh, you got you got the, uh, like, three different kinds of, uh, oh, the, the what, what's the, the, the flower that has the column, the column for the butterfly, butterfly bush. <laughs> that's a good name for it. I think we'll call it that from now on. Yeah, no. there, but there's, a, there's there four kinds. There was just four kinds yesterday. Three, two, there's, two, only, there's only two kinds. Two dwarfs, and then there, and then there was one, a medium size, and then didn't you have a bigger, old, the old-fashioned one? Two kinds that we had on sale, and then there's one that's a dark purple that's not on sale, so here somewhere. Yeah, here's just three. So, what what is over that way? We uh, there's more of, the, more of these same two, so it's the okay. razdaz or something like that. Yeah, because the so staff staff like a burgundy, was a, burgundy and a purple one. So there, those are there, and then of course we've got uh, uh, Ruelia and uh, the lantanas. Mm-hmm. We had sel- we got selvias blooming. Dur- Durantas blooming. Oh yeah, that that's another one that was really good. And uh, Esperanza, of course. Yeah. So uh, lots, the, lots the sweet of sweet almond verbena. I've seen them on that. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> if you want to see uh, an example of uh, the v- large variety of plants that you can use for bu- attracting butterflies we've got the certified butterfly garden here too and it's been growing like a weed they've been That's having to go in every couple of couple of weeks and yeah i see mary I whack think. everything back <laughs> is mary in there now I'm not well i thought i lost her for a day or two <laughs> i didn't see her all day she was over there just <laughs> whacking away yeah so that uh so there's a lot of action here. You come in, you kind of have a rough idea of what you might like, what you think the uh, the butterflies will respond to. And then, they're, they're like the certified butterfly garden, uh, or is it up by your cash register, too? There's a list, of a plant list, isn't there? There, there might be one there, but uh, at the armoire behind the inside cashiers is all the flyers. So there's all kinds of stuff okay. on Hummingbirds, butterflies, deer resistant, how to plant a tree, how to plant grass. Oscar um, okra seed. That's at the register. <laughs> and uh, so, so is the uh, maroon poppy. And there if you, you had gotten here last week, you could have got one of the uh, pot- uh, porter weeds. There you go. Uh, gosh, <laughs> they're, they're doing outstanding. If you get a chance to get any more of those, get them, those, oh, those red ones. Yeah. Uh, uh, and he's got the world supply of uh, Mexican heather over here, right yeah. there. It's not the world supply. I still, uh, got, I still got another 300 coming uh, in like Monday or Tuesday. But people like that Mexican Then I might have the world supply. <laughs> people Eagle. like that Mexican yeah. heather. Uh, Thank you. And uh, I'm looking at it. It's right here off the porch where we're sitting. And the bees, bees extremely love it. like that. Yeah. So everybody yeah. looking for pollinator plants. This seems to be one. Well, another plant that uh, the vines over there. Uh, let's see. We got uh, uh, butterfly vine. It's over Did there. Did he get, bloom, the, get some in? Butterfly vines over there. Blooming. Coral, coral vine. And All right. uh, evergreen wisteria, which is actually miletia. Uh, cross vine. A little bit of star jasmine. Now, if if you got if you can find a plant that's got more. Uh, pollinators on it than a coral vine, then that, that's amazing because they're just covered with. And I think it's that fandango, or that I think it's that red one that you like. Do you got I, the, you got I, the red one? I think that's what it is. Wow, to a five-gallon pot, but uh, I'm pretty yeah. sure it's that fandango. And it's red, the red one. I, I think I 
I can't swear, did, but I did think. you get it from? Uh, uh, Altman is the only one that grows it. Color Spot. Oh, okay, okay, good. But is, is that their new name, Altman? Uh, yes and no. <laughs> um, so they go um, by Lone Star Grower. Right. The one here, when Altman bought it, they changed it back to Lone Star Growers because people knew that name. Yeah. Right. Nobody knew who Altman was. Right. So, but the other facilities that they bought. They went ahead and named them Altman. Okay. Well, I'm I'm glad that uh, they're still doing the red. I went around and uh, James Spivey found that uh, in Fredericksburg, I think, and uh, brought some cuttings back. And uh, but uh, I never could get anybody to propagate it because it's a vine, and they have to put a little <laughs> little trellis in the back of it. Yeah, it's my imagination or. It looks it's a little less aggressive than the the pink one. You don't think so? I don't know. It's the cut uh, the cuttings I took and it, I took out there. It's it's not more aggressive. Nothing in the world no. could be more more aggressive than the red, pink coral vine. <laughs> the, the, uh, <laughs> trumpet, trumpet vine. Some trumpet. Some trumpet. But anyway, passion vine. When I took, oh no oh yeah. <laughs> when I took the cuttings, I took. At that time, color I spot. I took them off the roof of a garage <laughs> that uh, one of my volunteers had, and they had planted it, and we had propagated it some. And I, I just took a container of uh, garbage cans full of cuttings out there, and it, because they had one guy out there that was uh, interested in propagating. And doing all that trouble with it, and uh, so that's that's where they got it. I imagine it's out of their remnants, but it, it's uh, it's great that it's still on the market, and it's a pretty red. I've got some pictures of it, and the problem we have with it, it seems. If for some reason you're coming out, call us first so somebody can check to make sure it's actually that one. Okay. Please. <laughs> but anyway, I. Uh, the problem is that when it freezes back to the ground, which they have a tendency to do. All you got to do is look at 40 degrees. And <laughs> uh, it thank seems, goodness. It seems to come back pink for some reason. Oh, really? Yeah. Or either the red dies out. I don't know. But it's pretty thing. I'm, I'm glad they still got some on the market. We, ha- we, have, we, ne- we never made it a Texas superstar uh, because of the supply. But uh, I got some pictures that are ready to make it at Texas Superstar. But I don't think there's going to be enough growers to to take care of the demand. But we mentioned uh, when that long list of vines we talked about that are here at Millburgers, there's two two that uh, Jerry and I, and I think Tra- Trace agrees, that are kind of the most outstanding, we think. And that's uh, that's the butterfly vine and the cross vine. And the butterfly vine in most neighborhoods, the deer don't eat it. Right. Cross vine uh, has a tendency, at least in They'll my neighborhood, it. the deer eat it, yeah. Yeah. They ate it off Forrest Appleton's fence, and he replaced it with a butterfly vine. Where the, mm. You know, the, the, the cross vine, the most beautiful one I, I saw was out there at Mitchell Lake Audubon Center. The yeah. entrance on both sides had just com- completely covered with blooms yeah. in the spring. And uh, uh, John Thomas, uh, Wild Seed Farm, 
have a has a whole fence of it uh, that crossvine. But my problem with the crossvine is it's beautiful in the spring when it blooms, but it holds the blooms, which are ugly, and then it <laughs> then it uh, uh, doesn't bloom like that again until the next spring. Yeah, well, there's so some Milton. You, you know why he has that philosophy? You know what color that bloom is, right? Uh oh. Maroon? No, it's not no, it's maroon. Orange. Uh, it's orange-ish. Oh, uh, Lord, no wonder I don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> it's just very suspicious now. So it's no fault of the plant. Uh, hey, I never he's ca- taking it out on the it's plant. It's the eyes of the beholder. Yeah. I never does. called it orange. I just thought of it as, as rust. Orange-ish. Well, orange-ish. Rust is, rust, rust, rust yeah. is closer. It's a glamorous rusty <laughs> color. <laughs> burnt orange. It's, rust and burnt it's orange. Close it's close enough to the wrong color it's to close, not like It's it. close enough for everybody else to like it. Yeah. There you <laughs> but go. But that, that uh, butterfly vine blooms all spring and summer and into the fall. And when it, it, it after it blooms. Pe- people's it, prejudices. <laughs> after it blooms. with well, the yellow bloom, by the way. Oh, okay. And after it blooms, uh, it produces a seed pod that looks exactly like a butterfly. If and you, you, could if you like it. green butterflies, I thought you didn't like green. No, they turn well, brown. You, you let it dry. Oh. <laughs> I've even known some uh, some older creative people that that harvest them and yeah. they paint them yeah. to look like butterflies, and then they put them in little well, pastel butterfly pictures. Oh, that's wow. cool. Well, do you remember before we uh, declared? That pomegranates were so healthy for you that you you, <laughs> sh- you should eat them all the time. That's what we did with pomegranates too: is yeah. pa- paint them, slack them, and <laughs> and then they had piles of them every under the counter at the craft yeah. store. I so, never I never figured anybody would eat that nasty thing. Who is our? You know, you know what color bloom that was too, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, was it uh, yeah. orange? There's yeah. a pattern. That oh, I see that pattern. And that pomegranate is still the a lot of them are still <laughs> blooming. That, that oh yeah, well, like, right? Yeah, two months those things stay yeah. on there. So, All right. So the, I guess they don't like the Meledia. Uh, I, I think that's one of my favorite summer bloomers. So, Meledia. Well, it's a evergreen wisteria, which is no relation to wisteria. It's a Meledia, but it looks like a wisteria. The bloom looks like a wisteria bloom, but it's purple. Huh. Not Aggie, but okay. Uh, and what so do you that's call? That's why it? I like it because it's not Aggie. What, what, do, what do you call it? Uh, Evergreen wisteria. Huh. Yeah, I know. So Meletti is the real name. Uh, but gorgeous purple blooms all scattered on all uh-huh. summer long. Hmm. You should look at it on your way out. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Hi, what's up? All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. 210-308-8867. Let's take a quick break and come back in a moment. Uh, Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. They're hanging down Just another broken heart Just another broken South Texas on 930 AM. Real quick message about Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. If it's bugging you, uh, give Spider-Man and Warren Remy over there uh, since 1976. Give them a call. They've been uh, people have been calling them, and they do an excellent job. 
of helping you get rid of them and keep the uh, thing that's pestering you and bugging you out of your way. Right now, a lot of folks are uh, fighting with mosquitoes. They've got the Into Care mosquito trapping system. They brought it to San Antonio, and they are uh, having great success with it. So uh, learn more, and I'm just going to suggest in this case you call them up and ask them about it, 210-656-3721, or go spidermanpest.com, go spidermanpest.com, but they do it all, uh, from getting rid of rodents to mosquitoes to fleas to roaches to scorpions, you name it. If it's pestering you, uh, Spider-Man and Warren Remy can help you get rid of it. Yeah. Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control, your web of protection since 1976. Yes, sir. The rats are uh, an issue in a lot of Uh-oh. places because of the... All the rain and the foliage. Yeah. And, uh, oh. And uh, so, but uh, that, that, they do a great job on that, too. you got a whole bunch Why of Why the options. foliage? Huh? Why the, because? Oh, they they uh, find all kinds of uh, insects and uh, oh. berries and seeds. And <laughs> sunflowers are, are blooming up a storm and producing seeds and... Uh, I don't know. Gardens, why, gardens. I don't know why people can't get along with the wildlife in their in their house. Mm-hmm. Well, well you, what, what is it about people that want to get rid of bugs? Well, I don't understand it. Now, not, I can understand termites. What about rats? We've heard you several times I've describe rats, <laughs> rats yeah. catching and killing rats. <laughs> Yeah, and they eat the insulation off the wires. Well, we were mostly talking problem. about tomatoes. There. Yeah. Did I ever tell you my get-rich-quick scheme? No, uh, what's your get-rich-quick scheme? Uh, invent a mosquito that sucks fat. Wait oh, a minute. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. I, th- I think they kind of do that anyway, don't they? they I've, suck. Seen, I've seen a lot of fat people go out on the patio and mosquitoes get them. You can send your emails directly to Dr. Jerry Parsons. What's your email well, address I'm again? Well, I'm one of them. <laughs> and you look thinner. Yeah. Ever since the summer, you look a little slimmer. Yeah, yeah. you just lay out there and let them do their business. Uh, uh, Al. All right, 210-308-8867. No they, they deserve to live, too. Uh, yeah. This is the guy. This is the guy. Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> He used to have a quota of a thousand yeah, that, birds and that, that, that mammals. Teaches, teaches caged mammals how to swim. <laughs> yeah. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I have a question for you. Oh no. I think I don't know if it's ligustrum or disgustrum. Yeah. <laughs> I, I planted next to an old oak. Okay. Uh-oh. So because I was mowing the lawn, and actually this was kind of a cool little thing. Finished mowing the front lawn. And it started raining right as I finished. The lawnmower shut off and just started drizzling down. I thought, okay, that's kind of cool. It waited for me to finish. So that's, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. But I noticed there was a uh, something growing up near the oak, and it looks like the ligustrum in the back. So if I use, and the stems are maybe like that, what is that compared to? Quarter. Quarter size, yeah. Um, if I use, if I cut them and use the... Uh, Cut vines. Stem, do I have to worry about the oak? I think I know the answer. Are you going to get it on? The, are you a sloppy painter? Uh, well, Can I you keep your crayons within the lines? <laughs> yes. But you're supposed but, to just cut them off, Mason, at the ground and put it a drop on that. Okay. Well, I cut. thought you said it yesterday needed. I had to you paint don't it. Have, you, don't, you can just brush it on there just yeah, like right. Jeremy okay. does. 
So the oak should be okay if I do it correctly. If, if, oh, yeah. if you can stay within the lines of your coloring book, yes. Well, how, well, how, well, how, how far off the line do, can I go? <laughs> now you got me nervous. Just well, I'm going to no, be there no. shaking, painting this thing. A big no. oak tree is not a, not a under threat. You'd have to get a bunch on it. Oh, okay. But, yeah. well, we still do not recommend it. Start, okay. start getting get nervous if you're doing a rose bed. Mm. Yeah. But now, but you can, if you're careful and follow the instructions, you can do even do it in a rose bed. But it's much more challenging than than a big okay. fence line or something. See, I almost disagree. Get a piece of cardboard. You put oh, it between what you want you and what you don't want, and then you don't have to worry about it. That's a great idea. Then you can scribble all over the page. Okay. <laughs> this is Milton, I like that idea. and that's that. That means that he'd have to make some arrangements and. Plan no, ahead. I, I can find a piece of cardboard somewhere. That's easy. Okay, I like that idea. Uh, uh, we use yeah, it's 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 not a, it's not ugly. It's just after the conversation yesterday, it's like I don't want it there. The poor oak tree is getting no. Is the oak tree healthy? Yeah. Okay. It's I, a bit. I, I didn't want you to have a sickly oak tree at, and then put the stuff on and then blame the stuff for killing the oak. Tree. Oh, okay. So no, no. It I think does have big leaves like the ligustrum. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's got kind of waxy, smooth. I guess smooth, dark green leaves. But they're big. Cause, yeah, because there is a Texas persimmon that loves to pop up right next to an established oak trees. Oh, okay. I mean, like right next to it. It's uh, nasty. The, oh the, those no, are it is. <laughs> Maybe I'll bring on a cutting next week. I, I can wait till next you week. Send a picture. Okay. Any of those you, of you that are listening, do not bring us any ripe fruit of Texas persimmon. Speak for yourself. Uh, I like it. You too. like those black things? If it wasn't for that seed in there, I could just pop them like candy. Oh well, yeah, but all right. Let's help Susan out at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi, Susan. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Everybody's here to help you. What's going on, Susan? Are you there? Did you cut her off again? Seems I don't like know. She cut her off every time she called in. I don't know. We lost Susan. Now, see if you can get her back on. And <laughs> right, we'll stall Hello? for a minute. Oh, there she is. There All she right. Is. I'm, go- so, I'm sorry Milton did that to you. What's going on, Susan? Well, it concerns what was once a rodeo tomato. The one that Calvin used to say when people saw him coming with it, they would shut the door. It was so prolific and it was self-seeding. Right, right. Oh, was that the, it was a cherry tomato? I think so. How large a cherry tomato is it? Are we talking itty bitty or? Oh, large no, probably the 968, marble? I guess. Which, yeah, which one are we? Yeah, Bleachin? 968. Yeah. yeah. One. It's, a, it's a little smaller than golf ball. Yeah. Oh, That's okay. Right. Now, good. and then as you get, if it's in a stressed, like uh, real hot and you're not able to water it all the time, and especially in the fall, it'll get a little smaller, but the thing is just determined. To produce fruit, <laughs> so it'll do has, what it'll has, do the best it can with the the water and the, the fertilizer that's available. Has but Milton there, yeah, attempted it? Yep, and I've done it. I've had, I've grown it. Oh, there's hope it, for it, me it, then. D- no, uh, <laughs> there's definitely. If I can do it, you definitely can do it. Uh, uh, well, it what I want it, to ask grew, is, am I, I grew it in container? Do you sell the and, seed? The seed would be very, very expensive. Yeah. Uh, no, nobody. You'd have to buy it online to get the seed, and you'd, you're oh, much and better I just off want just waiting. Yeah, you'd be much better off just waiting until I have transplants. Yeah. 
Yeah, which is only three weeks, four weeks away. Yeah, I think about three weeks for it'll tomato be, start coming it'll in. It'll be sooner than that. Oh, okay. Are you going to go on the radio? What's uh, that? Let's write this down now. He says it's going to be sooner than three weeks. Tomatoes. I didn't say specific varieties. <laughs> okay. Well, he what doesn't, was your want, there's doesn't want tycoons. He wants BHN nine sixty eight. And what was your question, Susan? You followed up. You asked something after we said that. I was going to ask: Will you will you announce it on the radio that uh, you they're bet. there or coming no, or whatever? No, we're not going to talk about. Oh, it. we'll argue about it all day <laughs> for up until it, they show up. Are you going to plant it in the ground or in a container? Probably a, a couple of containers. I did mine in a container. How big is your? How big are your containers? Reasonably large, I would say. <laughs> uh, as I was pulling in today, uh, I saw a lady walking out with two of those large black plastic. Boy, things. those things are super <laughs> for being for uh, twenty-five uh, gallon, and they're cheap too. Oh yeah, yeah. The, big time. the really funny thing is. The size smaller. It's more expensive. Costs more than that one. <laughs> uh, I, I, don't I imagine the the outlay would be in filling it. There, oh, yeah. Uh, well, well, yeah. I mean, it's going to take several bags of something to fill it up. Yeah, that's uh, that's the toughest part of it. But it's it's just ten dollars, roughly ten dollars for the container. Yeah. And there and they. Uh, Calvin. Are, yes. Is is today your birthday? It is. Oh, wow. wow. Look at this Happy gal. birthday. Way to go, Susan. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm thinking this was a setup call. No. Uh, no How no, did you well, know it was Calvin's that, birthday? Well, I, I missed Jerry's February the 4th. <laughs> right. Goodness, Susan's, Susan's great. Well, happy birthday, Calvin. Oh, thank you. Let's see, you're going to anyway. be what now? 74. Oh, so, uh, not 75? No, I'm oh. I'm much still younger than you are, Jerry. <laughs> Is that why your daughter well, called you? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> thank you. Thank well, you, Susan. thank you, Susan. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. On Dr. Calvin Finch's birthday, James, <laughs> uh, you'll have to give us a call back, James, 210-308-8867. Did you a, disconnect James again? No, he, he, he got disconnected without me. <laughs> I, got, I, I got Calvin a piece of peaches yesterday. Yeah. yeah. And we all enjoyed them. Yeah. And Milton took them home to eat. We're going to try to make something with him. I saw a recipe for a, a peach, and peach a, bake. And of course he'll remember to give us a taste I'm of whatever sure he will. Cooked. Especially if they burn up. <laughs> yeah. Burn up. But uh, I was surprised because our peach man is back today. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess he's still got harvesters. Uh, <laughs> but he came, came running out and caught me as I was walking to my car. And uh, Said he heard us talking about his uh-huh. pieces, and uh, actually stimulated some uh, sales. Yeah, so he's. So, but he, I didn't know he came back on Sunday, but mm-hmm. uh, he's there. There he is. His yeah, red, white, and blue uh, tent. So if you're looking for, I guess a har- harvester, harvester peaches, uh, which is a freestone. Yeah, I think it's the first freestone isn't it, of the season. And what part of the world are they from? They're right Fredericksburg. That's what I thought. Okay, just making sure. And I now have, you can the harvesters can be <laughs> larger or small, uh, smaller. Than these are a good size. I like those. Yeah, They're just just kind of perfect 
Yeah. Maybe these, are, these are probably not not the size that you would send to the HEB. Yeah. But they're the gosh, they're gosh, sweet. They're tasty. <laughs> these yeah. are sweet. And uh, I, by looking at the small or the size, medium size of them, you would think that uh, they probably didn't thin them. Probably didn't thin them. But you'd also think that the freeze didn't get them all the blooms. Mm. So uh, that's good news for people in Fredericksburg. Well, that was again. I'm, I'm sure the. I just re- just remind when I saw those, I said he he went through a period when he had to decide: was <laughs> I going to thin those things, yeah. or am I going to take a chance that they're going to we'll get some more cool weather, or they were damaged from yeah, the, right. the freeze? So this is what that's I'll a hard do. To call. Yeah, but, but they, they sized up nice. And this they got the Napier grass. And this. Uh, when they do when they do sales like this, it gives uh, the peach grower an option. Oh yeah, on some of the, the smaller size peaches. Margaret is on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi there, Margaret. How are you today? Good, thanks. Hi guys. Hi. <laughs> um. So I have uh, this big old Arizona ash in the front yard. And it's getting yeah. all this real thick webbing on some branches. Looks like real thick uh, spider webs. Is it's, that something it's, uh, I can spray? On the branches or on the trunk? Is it on the trunk? On the, it's on the leaves. It's on two different branches of leaves. Is it like and a trampoline like, or is it uh, horse, horse vertical? Like it's a like web. spider webs and it goes like out across a branch. And it's about six feet yeah. Tall They're, and yeah. about two feet long on two different branches. Yeah. Um, huh? I think if you look real close, there there's a couple of options uh, that I don't think it's that uh, that webbing that we saw. We Not see. webworms. Yeah. Yeah. Or or that uh, kind of the, the the web that covers the whole trees. Uh, yeah. Uh, sometimes, but I think you'll probably f- find a relatively large spider. In there, at some place. It's so thick. I mean, you can't even hardly see through it, and it's like six inches wide and two feet long. I saw, I saw some too. They're around, (laughs) but uh, the uh, they won't be there long. They're yeah. The the rains will. I guess they're take. They're getting prepared to (laughs) catch whatever they can before the rains start. There's there's some. So it's that, not uh, spreading. It's not a disease that's spreading. It's, I've got it on two separate branches. No, no, no. They're they're they're. I think they're little spiders. Huh. And, uh, so little Jerry says little. <laughs> well, the ones I'm thinking of. Oh. And uh, we they they popped up several years ago, and uh, they would they would get on the trunks. That's why I asked, was it on the trunk? And it would cover the almost the whole trunk. And uh, the interesting thing about that, when the lights, the street lights would shine on those things, they'd glow. I think those are different. They're pretty. Yeah, I don't think that's the the the, the spiders that what she's, she's talking about. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't. They're they're certainly yeah. not a disease. No. Why would you well, want to get rid I of something do? that beautiful? Huh? Well, you forget it. You forget about it. 
They're okay. they're probably ca- catching they're probably catching some of those uh, caterpillars yeah. that have been eating your Insects. leaves and uh, or cucumber beetle type things. I just don't well, understand why people can't the, coexist. Well, clar- it's close to the porch light. This tree, and we got uh-huh. tons of moths and bugs. We can't get rid of all those. There you go. Jerry. <laughs> all these bugs <laughs> on our porch light. Why? Why Every do you want to get rid of? Because every huh? morning on the porch is all these dead bugs everywhere, and we have to hose it off and wash it off. It's crazy how many there are. Well, yeah, uh, would you rather have all those live bugs? <laughs> are they moths? Moths, yeah, and other kinds of bugs. I mean, anything is attracted to that, that porch light. It's well, crazy. If you, put a, if you put a red light bulb in there, they won't come. I'm not putting a red light on my foot. Yeah. Why is that? <laughs> you know why. The statements by the member of yeah. individual members do not uh, It'll get rid of the bugs. She'll have worse things visiting her and than the encourage uh, the neighbors. Well, how do you get rid of all those those moths and everything? You can't? You gotta live with it? Yeah, bugs in the porch. Yeah, Uh, of course you can get one of those bug zappers. That's always fun to sit out there and you know that electrocutes Um, them. Yeah, uh, there's no plug-in over there anyway, so I couldn't do that. Yeah, that it's it's fun to watch them fly into that. You just need uh, some purple martins. Fly and fry. (laughs) Do you have purple martins? No. 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 Yeah, well, purple purple martins do a pretty good job of uh, keeping those flying, the larger ones, uh, under control for the short time that they're yeah. here. For the uh, <laughs> and that the short time that the that those be that those uh, bugs are yeah. uh, out there by the lights too. You could encourage sparrows, and they no. No, they don't. Uh, they don't? The funniest no. thing I have found are these long strips you get at the Dollar Tree, and you get four of them in a box. Oh, yeah. And you yeah. hang them by the light, and they just, everything sticks to them, and you throw it away in the morning. There you go. But that's a pain, I, I just man. don't know why people want to do that to bugs. Mm-hmm. Because they're screwing go, up the porch, man. They're just, I mean, every all, day the porch is... Well, do you have that red light in front of your door? Yeah. Do you? Not working for me. <laughs> That's why I said maybe it'll work for her. Yeah. But I haven't, I I haven't got my pictures hanging out. I'm not the red light out there. <laughs> yeah, do not, do not do that. Okay. Good luck right, to well, you. thank you, guys. Forget the spiders and love. learn to love God's creatures. Oh, yeah. Who okay. is this person? Uh, and what do they do with Jerry? <laughs> Okay. Thank you. Well, I'm glad with spiders. Thank you. Bye. You bet. All right, 210-308-8867. James, we got to take a quick break, so we want to be able to give you the right amount of time. So hang on. Don't go anywhere. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 a.m. The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. 
the answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey, I uh, talked about Wild Birds Unlimited at Northwest Military in Hebner. Go visit that location and go visit Kyle and the rest of the gang over there. Uh, this is uh, really, uh, these guys are the experts in helping you not only bring wildlife to your yard, but enjoy it and get the most out of it. They're, they'll answer all the questions, and it's cool to go there, too, because what you'll see is uh, folks that have been there, customers that have been there for years and years and years, and uh, now Kyle has taken over. Bill's still hanging around there. But uh, it's, it's really a relationship. So, you know, just like you go to a restaurant that you enjoy going to and you know the people and they know you, it's that same experience, but with uh, Wild Birds Unlimited at Northwest Military at Hebner Road. So go over there and tell them what you're trying to do with your yard, what you're trying to accomplish. Or maybe it's just you want to be able to enjoy uh, being outdoors with a tilly hat or binoculars to go spy what's going on. They've got books, yard art, and seeds, all kinds of stuff. Wild Birds Unlimited, Northwest Military, and Hebner Road, 210-479-BIRD, 210-479-BIRD. And remember those Damn purple martins are getting ready to leave. Getting ready to fly away. Gone. Three weeks. Is that right? Three weeks. Well, the uh, I noticed uh, they're still feeding some young. Yeah. But there are there are some that have come out of the uh, yeah. nest. Uh, nest. I wonder if that too. wild bird that uh, it wasn't wild birds, but it was uh, purplemartin.com or something. Yeah. Had a uh, a cam, so you were like live inside a house. Yeah. I'll go look for that. All right. But anyway, it's yeah. time to get your sparrow houses up, your uh-huh. brown sparrow Is that right? And those of you who are lucky enough to have martin houses, you just need to clean those up to make room for the sparrows. Mm-hmm. Right, Calvin? I didn't. I, Calvin, miss, I missed what he said. Calvin yeah. you, did you miss old. what he said or you just ignored what he said? <laughs> yeah, I just ignored what <laughs> he said. That was smart. Calvin loves old birds. Yes, he does. Even the brown sparrows. Even, even they're, fin- uh, they're finches after all. Uh, <laughs> oh Lord! Oh, the uh, martins are the sparrows. Oh no, not the, the sparrows. martins. The sparrows. sparrows oh my goodness! Yeah, I'll have to remember that. And the lesser gold. And he finches. said, uh, "I don't think you were here when we talked to Kyle the last time. I think it was Mark." And he said, "The finches are still in town." The gold, yeah. The, the gold finches. American gold American finches. Gold finches. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're. Uh, well, they should be leaving now. Uh, once the finches come to town, they 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 leave uh, slowly. Hell, you, you, you can't, can't get, get rid, rid of, of them. <laughs> I can testify to that. <laughs> Happy birthday, Calvin! Uh, yeah. <laughs> I even tried to get him jobs uh, elsewhere. I would tell you, just it's hard to get rid of them. Uh, not. All right, two one zero. Poor Calvin <laughs> on his birthday, nonetheless. That was nice that Susan remembered that. Yes. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. The, neat, the neat thing about Calvin, when you make fun of him, he forgets. Like yeah. me. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're at that age now that we forget things. Okay, I guess that works out to be good. <laughs> so you can insult him today, and yeah. by next week it'll oh, be Oh, yeah, he will have forgotten. It'll be forgiven and forgotten. There you go. Or just forgotten. Forgotten, man. Yeah. All right, 210 210- 308-8867. Yes, sir, what you got there? I was there? speaking of Calvin. I was reading his article in yesterday's paper about uh, ornamental grasses, which are, have become quite popular. And I, I, as I was looking over the article, uh, I saw a person walking by with two or three of them in his cart. 
And so, and the reason for that is, Trace got a bunch of, got, has a lot of them in, and uh, they're uh, black stocking nap, napter. Yeah, napier, napier. Texas Superstar for 2021. And uh, he got them on sale. Number one regularly $12.99 on sale for $9.88. So that's a pretty good saving. Mm-hmm. On a, and this is a brand new grass, I mean, to the market, to this market. And uh, you might want to try some. We tested it uh, several years ago, and it's uh, it's pretty striking. You know, it's yeah. got uh, wide, deep purple leaves. Uh, you can use it as a screen or background to provide contrast and for flowering ornamentals. Because they're talking about a plant that will grow to 10 feet tall, potentially yeah, 10 feet 8 tall. to 12 feet tall, yeah. and requires full sun exposure for, de- for best leaf color development. But it's not, it's not a burden as much as... Uh, is our uh, the plant we use uh, pampas pampas grass? He always has to bring this up. Yeah. I bet he's going to talk about the because, sharp leaves. Uh, the pampas grass <laughs> never leaves this napier grass uh, freezes back, and so you can you yeah. can, uh, just cut it cut it off uh, after the fir- first freeze, and then it'll come back in the spring. And it doesn't have the sharp leaves. That's right. You, uh, you don't. Calvin got get cut a, as a child by a garden. Lots of times. <laughs> and so you can see pictures of it, by the way, uh, TexasSuperstar.com, because it's now a Texas superstar. Well, come, yeah, come and look at it. Here yeah, the that's a good idea. It's very attractive. Yeah, the the ones he was the person was carrying out to buy uh, had yeah. red leaves on. And they were four four feet tall. Yeah, right? yeah. So uh, you might want to give that a try. And, of course, uh, it's, it's attractive enough for a specimen plant. You can do it, like, in three groups of three, or you can do single plants. Full sun it takes. Yeah. But or, or Well, it won't develop the color if you yeah. don't put them in full sun. And it also makes that screen, like you said, that you could put it in a, a place to block, block a view or to uh, cover up a, a fence. Contribute to an attractiveness of a fence. And uh, if you have a neighbor that's ugly or you want to swim naked in the swimming pool, you can plant these and shade the neighbors out. Well, Jerry. Spoil their views. Jerry still, the, his neighbors still have him up. Yeah. And he doesn't swim <laughs> naked anymore, yeah. so it must be because he's just ugly. <laughs> yeah, they no. don't. They don't. Uh, <laughs> But he'll forget this next week. Uh, one one neighbor has uh, has them planted three deep, you know, to make sure they can't see through. Oh wow! So uh, anyway, we, we need Mark to call us too. We have a question about something that was in garden style uh, essay. Uh, it was about a plant. We want to learn more about it. Okay. So it's the uh, the Alamo vine. Are y'all familiar with that? Uh, just because Joe has been writing about it okay, for not more than 17 uh, yeah. emails. Joe wants some. <laughs> so, Mark, you can give us a call, and then you can tell us how Calvin did, too. It's his <laughs> birthday, so be nice. <laughs> I, uh, I mentioned yesterday, that, and I said I was going to discuss it today, my new 
improved. It's new and improved? Yeah. And it's got a picture of the grass on the it front. It does. It came uh, day before yesterday, the July edition of the Millburger Landscape and Nursery Newsletter, uh, which you can, I guess, you can see past copies mm-hmm. online in color. Yep, and the current copy. And the cu- current copy. So you can see how pretty that uh, grass is that we're talking about. Well, and you can pick the front page. You can, in fact, pick one of those up if you come in to see the Napier grass. Yeah, that's true. Because they're available here for uh, at the counter. <laughs> uh, there, uh, this person, the questions always interesting. Uh, somebody writes in and said, "My impatience have deposits of salt on the stems. Is this natural?" Don't think it's salt. Uh, no. These are most likely grains of sugar or salt secreted by the aphids. Mm. Yeah, I guess so. I think that's it more could, likely to scale. It but. could be gutation. Yeah, gesundheit. Yeah. <laughs> they do that in a high-humidity greenhouse. Have those little drops all over the stems and leaves. I've also I've heard many times people call uh, scale as uh, oh that's true uh, as sugar uh, sugar or oh, okay. uh, mold or something so he the uh, i don't know who wrote this but uh said uh use a general purpose insecticide or uh such as malathion uh and also uh you can use a, a spinosad hmm. that'd be pretty pretty good on on the impatient if it's and, aphids, yeah. Yeah. And uh, also do it while they're young. If you got pests on a plant, uh, do it, apply, get them under control before the plant gets too big to get adequate uh, spray protection. Because you'll find when, if you listen to the show, when people call in with the, with a question like this, you'll find that Jerry and I try to determine... You know, whether this is a four-month-old problem or if it's uh, something new because treatment is completely different. If it's been there forever, it's almost impossible to deal with. Yeah. If they're young pests, then there's a lot of good choices. Yeah. If it's an impatient, unless they protected it during the cold weather, it's gone. So maybe this impatient is a new New plant. Yeah. Well, if, and I guess well, the weather has, but the humidity has been high enough with this hot weather that they, they probably are doing okay. Yeah. But I, I always, they drive me crazy because even in deep shade in a hot summer, a dry water, summer. A bunch. Yeah, they they can be, they can die even if they're <laughs> taken care of. Maybe, the, maybe Calvin wrote this. The second question is, we want to add more Texas sage. In our landscape. I don't know. I haven't heard from people around here, but uh, Neil was, uh, Sparrow was saying that they were hit pretty hard by that freeze up in North Texas. So I don't know if they tops froze down or Uh whatever. I only have two, and I lost some foliage, but it's back full blast. Good. Okay. 
Um, we, uh, <laughs> yeah. The, uh, uh oh. I bet Spare, I bet uh, Calvin Roaster. The last question. Now that the Martins, Purple Martins, have left, can we lower our Martin houses and block the entrance holes to prevent the beautiful English sparrow nesting? Mm-hmm. Now that's sad. I'm not sure that's how. This is a this is like a pro-life deal. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. So, you looking for Mark to call in? Huh? Looking for Mark to call in? Yeah. All right, Mark. Mark, you're out there. Peterson, give us a call. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. That's the same number you can call in with your gardening question. What's going on in your gardening world? Uh, if you're looking for vincas, this is the place to be. All different colors, the Cora series, uh, and for 98 cents each in the 4-inch pot. Uh, tons of ones to choose from. Yeah, I've got a patio that's elevated, and those yellows and those reds, those coras, mm-hmm. pure uh, bloom, just a single color. Boy, they're showy when, <laughs> you know, you go down there 100 yards from the patio, and they're still just a yeah. glow in the dark. Have you thing. seen the whites they got out there? That's, yeah. uh, that's what I use, the whites oh, and the reds. Man. So I was going to get one white. <laughs> one red, yeah, there you go. One pink, one and one mulch. It'll knock you and down. Man. If you get, uh, oh, we will knock you down. You get, uh, get seven whites and seven reds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that, uh, if I get seven more, I get. I uh, know they're already on. Yeah, actually, don't already be, on uh, don't I asked about that yesterday because I want What's that? even two. Yeah, in a in a bigger container will nice. be, yeah. and, and they big flash. Yeah. The container that they were in before the freeze, because they really they really were holding their own till the freeze. Uh, now there's there's one coming up. So did they seed or was that the roots? Roots, think so. But uh, yeah, and actually, I've had them come up several years if they're in kind of a sheltered location. Oh, okay. And well, I well, the cat lays on. I them. have to admit, I, I kind of poo poo Jerry when he says that they. Do fairly well in shade, but they're if you, they won't you know, bloom they, as well in the shade. Yeah, if they got uh, three or four hours, they'll, they'll yeah. do a fair job in the shade. Yeah. In the shade, yeah, three or four hours of sun. Yeah, I had to plant some in the shade at my daughter and son son in law's house because the deer ate everything else, yeah. mm. and uh, the deer will not eat zinnias. No, I mean. Think of. Baker. He's, he's got he's caught the zinnia. <laughs> yeah. Uh, remember, all of a sudden, some places the zinnia, the deer won't eat zinnias. Remember, all of a sudden, one time we're doing the show and Jerry was answering a call and it was like, "What about those low flying birds? No, uh, yeah. we got to protect those." It was like he invented that all of a sudden. <laughs> well, that's the best strategy in dealing with Jerry. Uh, is, uh, you uh, put out the the theory and the. 
the issue that you want covered and the way you want it covered, and then you ah. uh, then you kind of change sides. Let me man- uh, massage it. Right? I see, yeah. and, and make it his own. <laughs> and the Vinkas are on sale, kind of like uh, they were referring to a while ago. Four-inch pot, regularly dollar twenty-nine, on sale for ninety-eight cents. Mm-hmm. And so, the, these are uh, vincas too, are uh, excellent in terms of drought tolerance. Oh yeah, once they get established, they're yeah. pretty tough. Now they'll, they will wilt, but it's not. It's not like uh, well, even not even z- if zinnias yeah. wilt, you got to get that water out to them. Yeah. Uh, Vinca, you can go a couple of days, and they'll co- just come back right like that. Yeah. So there, uh, like I said, I was walking out yesterday, and that white almost knocked me down to get out there on the benches. Yeah, like it's that. beautiful. I like that. Yeah. Too. I, th- I think they've improved that white. Now they got a they got a white with a kind of a red right center right. And which is pretty, but not. But I like the the white, the, the pure solid white. white yeah. yeah, and then that solid red. Too. That's pretty. But anyway, that's. Uh, and I'm becoming yeah, more and more a fan. I've got to guess I've got to start eating some of it. Of that Malabar spinach, now that one little vine that's going up is now wrapped around itself. So I need to unwrap it. Unwrap it. Give it something to grow on. Is uh, it for full sun? Yeah. It's very it, happy. Because it, yeah, it should do. Should well, it's not happy because it's wrapping around itself, Milton. All right. You've got to take care of it. I'll figure out something. Yeah, it'll, it'll grow, cover the fence. It'll grow that yeah, fence. It seem, it oh, seem, well. It seems like it will, at some point, pretty quick, it's, the leaves should get big. Big, yeah. Okay. Have you fertilized it? <laughs> well, no. What's been, wrong with you? He barely, uh, thank, <laughs> thank God it rained. Now, the, <laughs> Those foliage plants really, yeah. really respond to, to, to fertilization. Yeah. All right, I'll do that too. I'm trying to figure out what I can get it to to, uh, <laughs> to vine on because it's near a pole, but the pole's slick. It's not going to stick on the pole, is it? It needs something that has a little. Is it a? Uh, it's, a to, it's a painted pole for uh, like a uh, a light. Oh, okay. So you know, yeah. what, you know it works real well. Is yeah. Like one of those tall. Tomato cases. Oh, really? Hmm. I think we have one. Okay. Yeah, we got one. Okay, I can do that. (laughs) Getting back to my newsletter. (laughs) All right. uh, I was I was almost very disturbed when I saw the the name of the uh, article is "Plant Zinnias for Mounds of Color." You were. I said, "Well, that." Has to be Calvin, right? No, it's by Robert Burns, Texas A&M AgriLife Research. A poet? <laughs> yeah, probably related. Okay, wow. But anyway, Robert, I think he's retired now. He used to be up in Overton and wrote this when uh, they made Xenia's, much to my dismay, a Texas superstar. Remember oh. that? Uh-uh. But guess who he quotes? It says, Zinnias are one of the best annual flowers for use in the San Antonio. They are colorful, attract butterflies, and are not eaten by the deer. Calvin, if they're behind a fence. Uh, some of the selections make good xeriscape plants, and some are wonderful cut flowers. Who do you think wrote that? I think they're, good. I think they're taking little quotes from... 
different people. That's you. No. Yeah. Not, not it's all got your those. name on that. Yeah, well, that doesn't make any Because <laughs> uh, all those issues are not. Actually, in my neighborhood, they don't, the, the deer are not much interested in them unless it's a drought. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, what was the? They got to have a rough leaf. Uh, hey, we asked for Mark to call us, and he did. So let's find out what's going on. Hey, Mark. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. This is Mark Peterson. Hi. You gonna which one you want to talk about first? What a great job Calvin did on his birthday. Yeah, time, of course. Yeah, Calvin was amazingly uh, uh, accurate, articulate, lively. He did it. Uh, Wait a uh, lively. Uh, Wait a minute. We're talking job. about Calvin Finch. That was just before yeah, I got older. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I, it's a good thing you did it I, yesterday. I let him go on and on and on, and then uh, around the corner that uh, he could see me giving the choke sign, um, and so he wrapped it up. Yeah, he did an excellent job. Yeah, yeah. Mark was uh, really a constructive contributor. His signals were <laughs> choke sign, but Mark, you missed it because I. Was out there in front of you when you got on the oh agenda, and I was I was doing the yeah. <laughs> making faces at you, but you were too con- busy concentrating on the on the landscape. Uh, on the that screen. You had to talk. I about. had Milton. It was terrible. I had reverb in my in my. Um, oh no! So you could hear uh, the ear, earphones and <laughs> yeah. I struggled well, I through with it though. Drives you nuts. I couldn't understand that, uh, Mark, because I couldn't deal with those. Uh, earphones either so no that, no and that's why we didn't put you put them on you um and they weren't necessary because uh, again you were so articulate um oh. and accurate uh. well, I, well I, I gotta go in and throw i had a little was he inspiring too no <laughs> i had a, I had mm-hmm. a little e- mm-hmm. easier easier role than mark did because i didn't have to answer questions i just gave, oh. i gave the introduction and oh, okay. recognized the sponsors and things and and Mark and uh, Lee, uh, what's Lee's last name? Marlowe. Lee, Lee Marlowe. She is. She has a great title. Landscape. Oh, sustainable landscape ecologist. Yeah. Ooh. And Mark yeah. and Lee were a good, a good team. They were. They presented. Yeah, the, I thoroughly uh, enjoyed five it. landscapes, and answered the questions. Yeah. What was interesting, we, we compared notes in the morning before the show, and we found out we had uh, the same comments and the same plants. So I knew it was going to be an easy show then. Yeah, Good deal. <laughs> it was, uh, we, Mark, we had, did you know we had 300 people in that audience? Yeah. Um, I knew we had a little over 300 sign up. Uh, I didn't know how many actually tuned in, so. Uh, that's just, good to know. I just took it for granted that they were all uh, there. And we and Mark has a uh, wonderful article in the newsletter that I'm talking mm. about. It says, "Have patience with your plot palms." Yeah, Mark Peter- I just looked Mark that Peterson, up this morning. Conservation Project Coordinator. And I, th- I think he even mentioned Milton in there. What? Said a couple of months ago, mm-hmm. I recommended patience and leaving certain plants alone. Unlike Milton Glick, who said, no. kiss them goodbye. That's not true. <laughs> huh? It is in, right. in black and 
It doesn't, doesn't matter. <laughs> hey, let's get Mark, let's get Mark to address your question, Milton. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah okay. So, um, that actually came up. Uh, that was a recommended vine that I uh, encourage to make some recommendations about vines because we often have questions about that, but uh, um, not a lot of answers. And you already answered my you already mentioned my two favorites, cross vine and butterfly vine. Um, uh-huh. But Alamo vine came up. Um, I don't know a lot about it, but a lot of the native plant enthusiasts are very high on it. Uh, what I'm going to recommend is if you go to GardenStyleSanAntonio.com and find a plant, it's one of the first plants on find a plant. Um, it's right. It's like the second one, so you can I click wonder, on that. I and wonder why. Tell Mark. you all about it. And will nurseries right. locally have it? The first letter was an A, and he, Mark wonders why. It's yeah, I know. I, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing how that happened. Uh, so, so, so uh, I think some places will have it around town. Of course, uh, okay. we always recommend check Millburgers first. Um, call ahead, though, and okay. call around and uh, ask for it. has a big white flower. I do know mm-hmm. that. Mark? So, and, with, a, with, a pink, yeah. with a pink or red center. Oh, yeah. Yes. Mark, we had, we've had a, a, great, a great response to that program here uh, yesterday and today so far. Uh, people that have, uh, we had the, one of the homeowners stop by, and then we've had a, several of the of the people from the audience uh, uh, stopped uh, stop by, and they were uh, in good spirits and uh, <laughs> and much to uh, Trace's uh, uh, happiness. <laughs> they, they were buying plants. Too. There you go. Uh, plants that uh, you all had talked about and were listed on the on those uh, identified landscapes. We we empha- uh, uh, Jerry and uh, Milton. We emphasized the the team here in. Uh, San Antonio, you know, how the industry and the horticulturists and mm-hmm. the nurseries and the gardeners and the volunteers, how we were all working towards common goals and and wanted everybody to be successful, but also were pretty demanding in terms of water conservation and environmentally sustainable techniques. So it went over pretty well, I think. Cool. Well, great, guys. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. Yeah, Calvin did a fabulous job. Good. There you go. Good. That's all he wanted to hear. Okay. We, we were skeptical. And send my birthday present uh, <laughs> over here, too. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Mark. You take care. James is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi there, yeah. James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How you doing today? I'm doing fine. Hey, I went. I didn't realize it was Calvin's birthday until the lady called earlier. So happy birthday, Calvin! Wasn't that nice, um, James? Yo, you're welcome. Uh, many more. Hey, I want to go back a ways, uh, if I could, before I get to my question. But I'll try to make it quick. I don't remember know what year you came to San Antonio, but when I worked at Kelly Air Force Base back in the '80s, early '90s, it was about that time frame. Uh, we had about 16,000 employees, and you were a featured speaker. I learned about you in the base newspaper. We're going to give a talk at the base library. And uh, I think Mr. Peterson just said y'all had an audience of 300. Well, that day for your talk, there was an audience of me and one other person. 
and then yourself. So it was a smaller crowd, but that's why I first met you. And I've been, I've been listening to you and reading your stuff ever since. Uh, I want to thank you for that. Um, well, thank you. Well, I was, oh, thank you. Jerry and I have talked about that a lot. It took me a little while to get used to, you know, you think you have a perfect topic, you have all the arrangements made, and you expect an audience uh, of 50 people and two people show up. So it's, it's hard not to throw your stuff down and go up, but you get used to it. I hear you. Yeah. It happens. I used, to, I used to teach a class once a month for a government, and... Uh, I know what you're talking about. You never know if you're going to have 50 people or, or five or half or one person that's barely awake. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the pain is um, always the same. Yeah. No, so. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, Dr. Parsons mentioned I picked up some of that Fandango um, coral vine oh, two years yeah. ago, but I, I only got to finally put it in the ground about two months ago, three months ago now, I guess, March, April, and it's blooming red. But uh, what caught my attention is uh, Dr. Parsons says it has a tendency to revert back to um, pink Pink. if it freezes to the ground. Now, during this snowstorm, mine were still in the five-gallon or number five containers I got them from, and they froze down to the root or tube or whatever they are, and they've come back red. So is it over time they'll go back to pink, or is mine going to stay red? I hope it's going to stay red. That's the purpose well, why I bought it. The, the reason yeah. I say they have reverted, they revert to pink, it, they shouldn't because they're a plant of their own. It's not like they're grafted or anything. But uh, uh-huh. the we planted some over at uh, uh, Peterson Brothers, one that grows all the tr- transplants for us. And uh, they covered, <laughs> they covered his uh, chain, big, chain link fence, privacy fence. And right. the first year or two they were red and then they uh-huh. froze back pretty severely and came back pink. Now what I don't know is if that's a seedling. You know, I'm seeing oh. a pink seedling. Gotcha. So, uh, Could I, be I don't know. I've never seen them I n I've never watched a stump come back a stump of a red one come back with pink flowers i got so you okay I, I, may, I may be wrong on that if you're if yours rolled back and came back red that's good news well only three of the four have bloomed thus far in the three because i planted four on on barbed wire fence out at the at the road and the three that are blooming already and they're trailing up the fence are, are red so right. i'm hoping they're going to stay red Great. I'm glad. I'm glad you got some. Uh, at least we know somebody's got some cuttings. If mm. uh, if another nursery uh, decides to grow, because like I right. said, not, it, not many yeah, of them on are an, available. On another day, when there, I got a little more time, um, I would like to take some cuttings to share with these. With like my son just bought a new house and get some started at his place, and and oh. he lives in the country as well. So just share some of these if I could, but. I've never really uh, propagated this, and root, uh, I don't want to do it from seed. Cause they I, root relatively easy. Just get some uh, yeah. the new wood that's uh, hardened up a little bit. Okay. So take your about four, four or five-inch cuttings, dip them in harmonidin or some type of rooting hormone, and uh-huh. uh, stick them 
and keep them in the shade, of course, until they root. But uh, okay. we haven't had it, we haven't ever had any trouble rooting them. Oh, so they're easy. Okay. Well, give me a project. So when you say the wood's a little bit hardened off, these came out late, of course, because of the weather, right. and they're just now. So when do you think would be a good time to to try to take those cuttings? Well, look look to the tips. Oh, they're growing tips. Right. And uh, uh, if when that that stem has been become firm and doesn't lean over after you take a cutting. Uh, I got you. It's, the firm, it's good. The firmness is good enough. I don't okay, mean do I need to, to, they actually become a hard vine, but uh, they're firm. Okay, before, before or after I dip them in the rooting hormone, do I need to scratch the bark or anything, or just dip them in the hormone and stick them in the, dip, in the fertilizer in the or whatever? Hormone, dip them in the hormone, stick them in there. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. I think they're rude. Thanks, James. Bye-bye. All right, thank All right, you. We'll, we'll, we'll take this opportunity to take a break. Give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. All right, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, I'm Milton Glick, and this is 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. And all I have to say is, wow, about this week's sale items. I know some of these have been uh, looked for by folks for a long time. So Blue Plumbago, a Texas superstar, is on sale right now. Listen to this great price. It's in the number one pot, regularly $7.99, now on sale for $5.88 or 2 for $10. That's a terrific bargain on a great plant for South Texas. Mexican Heather is on sale. Foxtail Fern. This is uh, another one we've had that's really, really popular on sale for $7.88 in the number one pot or three for $21. You'll find the Texas Superstar for 2021, Black Stocking Napier Grass, and you'll find Vinca. Yay, Vinca. Uh, the Cora Series is on sale in the four-inch pot for just $0.98 cents each. That's all at Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. Plus, there's more. Come by and see us. It's called Adverse Childhood Experiences, and man, can they affect us all. I'm Ron Aaron. Dr. Marisa Charles, what are they? So this is a name given to traumatic experiences that happen as children that can then go on to affect us as adults. And Dr. Jamie Heisman joins us on the next Wilman Radio to talk about it. Ace Experiences. Join Ron Aaron and Marisa Charles. Wellmed Radio, Saturday morning at 7 and Sunday evening at 5 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Here's Don Rackler, the owner of John Wayne Service Company. I've been in the AC business since 1974, and basically the way AC units work and how they look haven't changed until now. Introducing the John Wayne Flex AC system. It's quieter, more efficient, and smaller. But don't let its size fool you. This unit is powerful. And now it's more affordable, too, with payments as low as $149 a month and no money down. Call or text John Wayne today at 293-6700 and tell them you want the new Flex AC system. When Don Rackler says he's excited about the revolution, Revolutionary new John Wayne Flex AC system, you know it's something to learn more about. The John Wayne Flex AC system is super quiet, more efficient, smaller, and oh 
so powerful. Call now to find out more about the new John Wayne Flex AC system. Call or text 210-293-6700 or johnwayne.com. And with payments as low as $149 per month and no money down, John Wayne makes it easy to be cool. Only from John Wayne Service Company, your local home experts. License number 1785C. Your blood pressure numbers could change your life. Talk to your doctor about creating a plan that works better for you. Start taking the right steps at manageyourbp.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. News stories from around the world and how they affect you all day, every day. Told by the most trusted names in conservative talk. Listen live anytime using our mobile app through TuneIn, iHeart, or Odyssey.com. This is 930 AM, The Answer. Back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Carly Simon's birthday this month of June on the 25th. All right, 210-308-8867. Real quick, going to talk to you about deck and patio care by Barry Hagendorf. That deck is a very important part of the value of your home, and uh, you probably treasured it. It was probably spent lots of family time out there and uh, lots of memories, but maybe it just doesn't look as good as it once did. And so you kind of stop spending time out there, or you just kind of figure there's nothing you can do. And, well, And it'll be even more ideal for the white and the red vincas after he gets done. Okay. So, yeah. So if you want to uh, go to deckandpatiocare.com, you can see what Barry Hagendorf talks about when he says it really can look new again. And he's got a picture right on the front page, and uh, you can see that it's uh, Barry and Deck and Patio Care by Harry. Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf is the place to go for repair, for construction, for sealing, for cleaning that deck. Or if you've got a pebble stone driveway uh, and you want it cleaned or sealed, you want to give him a call. Even fence treatments as well. Uh, He's the man that people have been trusting now since the 80s, and he's considered an expert on this in the nation. It's 210-822-9147. 210-822-9147 for Deck and Patio Care or Deck and Patio Care. Dot com. We go to the phone lines now because we got a, our, one of our buddies on the line, Warren Remy, Spider-Man. All right. Is on the line of Spider-Man Pest Control, but he's got a long question for us. Hey, Spider-Man, what's going on? Hey, I just came through Johnson City, and I got me a free truck wash. What? Oh, did you? Oh. <laughs> it, was, it was pouring down rain, I guess. They might get about two inches of rain out of that rascal right there. I had to. Wow. Had to, Where's that? Had Johnson to slow City. down. Oh, really? Yeah, they got a really, really belly washer out there. But uh, I, I've got some customers that have some St. Augustine lawns that they've taken really good care of these yards over the years, and uh, and of course, you know, we do our fertilizer and our pesticiding when it's needed and things like that, but. They, they uh, came up with some damage that I couldn't really identify. I know uh, I know gray leaf spot real well, helminthosporum disease, you know, real well. But uh, I I ran into takeoff patch a couple of times, and I can't tell the difference between takeoff patch and maybe freeze damage. Is there is there kind of a, a 
can y'all give me some kind of guidance on what to look for on that? Sure. Let me see what I can do for you, Warren. Uh, <laughs> Jerry, Calvin, you want to answer that? <laughs> is that Warren? Uh, yeah, Warren Rivers. Yeah, it's our buddy. Uh, well, the, the, the timing is the, is yeah, the key. Yeah, right. And, uh, and if, if you've got a history with, with Jerry and I ask uh, questions about the history with the lawn, quite often the those uh, grassy weeds, the rescue grass and the annual bluegrass, if they're green and wonderful during the winter, and then you go, they go through that uh, take-all patch-like browning. And this year was especially a problem because they greened up again and then went back brown. Then, then we can we can figure it out. Usually, take-all patch shows up and expands during the the summer, the hot part of the summer after after the into July. Well, I wouldn't. Ex- I, uh, when somebody describes that symptom now or in, until we get it past middle of July, I usually don't think it's that. But uh, yeah, usually the uh, the brown patch, which most of us are familiar with, will just uh, you look at the uh, grass and you see that the blades have uh, deteriorated. The blades of grass have deteriorated uh, all the way to the stem. And thus the uh, uh, the uh, it browns out, not. But usually, brown patch doesn't kill the lawn, doesn't kill the uh, the plants. Now, take all patch, which is a relatively new uh, thing we've seen, uh, will uh, kill the whole plant, leave a big spot, round spots, just like the uh, brown patch. But it kills the grass. Yeah, and if that shows up in mid midsummer or past, mm-hmm. then then it's not one of those winter weeds. So we we generally right. would, would would assume it's take all patch, or well, I guess well grubs and chinch bugs are also don't kill the whole lawn. Now, if it's a take all patch, there's only one product uh, that's recommended to control it, and. Uh, it's got up. a it's got a weird name, <laughs> and, and uh, where's Trace when we need him? It used. To, uh, I've got it written here. Oh, this is a bad sign. Yeah, Jerry says, "Let me look at my no- notes." Yeah, his notes are just yeah, six six paper styled deep. on the yeah, top of each other. This could take a while, Warren. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that so, product that that product has a real uh, funny name. Yeah, I've got a real good, real good buddy of mine that uh, uh, came from the old Estes Chemical Company, and uh, Mike is an, an agronomist, and I think I said that right, agronomist. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. so I was close that. anyway. But uh, I showed him him uh, some some real good photos of it, and he was he was pretty certain that it was takeoff patch, and this was like. A month ago, and uh, he recommended well, the, that. Go ahead. The damage, the damage is usually done during the summer, during the yeah. hot weather. See, if I, if I saw that, and then they, it was, was a month ago, I'd say, when did that damage first appear? Yeah. If it just came this spring, I'd probably be willing to bit some money that it's not take-off patch. Right. Because we've... Okay. Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Because because uh, because those win those winter weeds are are pretty symptomatic and pretty easy to describe. But uh, okay. But, but yeah, you're. But you mentioned some other disease, you know, that that gray leaf is is uh, of course, of course, that doesn't do a lot of severe damage. It just makes a lawn not as attractive as you'd want it to be. Yeah, and a lot of people, especially at this time of year, they they'll uh, you know they'll see a little uh, necrosis, you know, and uh, and they'll think, oh, I need to hit this thing with some nitrogen, you know, and they. They hit that thing with some nitrogen, and that that gray leaf spot just explodes, you know, and uh, they make their problem worse. So I'm going to do a little more investigating, and I'll okay, get back to you. Okay, what can, we can do, do too, is uh, um, we'll run into the in, into the uh, the shop in, in a minute, okay. minute, and we'll get that name. I, I think we still got that in there, don't we, Pierre? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. here, you know, Kathy is coming. Kathy might remember what it is called. All right, well, we can take a quick break. You want to do that? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. All right. So, Warren, you keep listening. You, I think you brought us some rain here at the nursery. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm in some some uh, power lines or something. I'm going to cut you guys loose. Happy okay. birthday, Calvin. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, we'll take a quick break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Stuart Sutcliffe's birthday on June 23rd, 1940. So that's why we heard that song from Al. Doing all his research back there. All right, we're going to get to James uh, on the line in just a second. Calvin, all right, you want to help Warren out? Yes. Uh, Warren, the, the, the product is uh, manufactured by Heritage Syngenta. Heritage Syngenta. It's a, diff- uh, it's a difficult name. The active ingredient is is, is zoxystrobin, zoxystrobin, A-Z-O-X-Y-S-T-R-O-B-I-N. It's zoxystrobin, and uh, the company that produces it is Heritage Syngenta. Is okay. Warren there still? No, no, no. no, Warren, no, no. Warren, yeah, no. Warren had to go because his he was okay. break, he was breaking up on us. Okay, so and did, he did wish you a enough? happy birthday before he. Oh, yeah. he? Is that is that enough information, Mel? Yeah, I think so. We'll write it. Uh, well, I guess I'll write yeah, it down. Yeah, write it down. Jerry's got it written down too. Oh, good. Jerry, will save it for his notes. Yeah. yeah. So what you ought to do here? Here's what we're going to do. Uh, I'm going to put it. Well. Yeah, take a picture of it, and we can send that to Warren, <laughs> or I'll take a picture of it and okay. I'll send it to him. Okay, I'm going to take a picture. All right, uh, James is on the line with a dwarf crepe myrtle question. Hey, James, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Oh, I'm doing fine. How are y'all doing? Doing okay. Getting a little bit of rain, but it's slacking up now. 
Yeah, I got a little bit over here at my house as well, over off Grissom Road. Hey, I'm looking for a miniature or a dwarf crepe myrtle in purple. Y'all happen to have one? Um, let's see, do I have a crepe myrtle? I don't think I have a crepe myrtle list. Yeah, and it's best, you know, because we know a lot of what they have, but we don't know specifically. So it'd be best just to call straight to the nursery Yeah, for that one. But I bet they do. Okay, now, do you have Or that? if they don't, that you can put it on their wish list, and then when they get something in, they can call you. We, okay. The one we, do you have the one that we remember that was part of our research effort was Catawba, but it wasn't yeah. a small one. Yeah, it wasn't one. It's a medium size. Do you Catawba. have that phone number? Phone number. 210-497-3760. 210 okay. Yeah. Hope it works out. So the Catawba is the one we recommend? As, as a dwarf, well, a dwarf it's purple? A, it's a purple. Purple, but it's not, not dwarf. It's, oh, okay. yeah. I think, six feet tall. Yeah. And what's, Okay. Uh, that's over there in the nursery? Well, no. Give a, give a call and find out for sure. But yeah. yeah but, but we've had it before, so. But because but, with, with, with that freeze, the, ho- the wholesale situation and the retail situation is is kind of crazy so you want to you want to go ahead and verify that they actually have it in hand yeah they had the freezing temperature over their 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 nurseries as well <laughs> you know so yeah they did they, but they, they protected a, a lot so yeah, yeah. but they it's amazing how much damage was done to wholesale nurseries and yeah man those that were pretty far away too all right. Thank you, James. Okay. Thanks a lot. Bye. You bet. Bye-bye. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Uh, Jerry's still looking through his notes to confirm what we found. <laughs> and, I uh, think do you all want me to send you all a picture? Hey, I yeah, think I've, I've written, written it that. down in my notebook. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. The, uh, I was looking through my newsletter. Now I can't even find my newsletter. Oh, man. <laughs> this thing is eating my newsletter. Huh. But, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and it's not even his birthday. No, yeah. it's not his birthday. Yeah, of course, he's, uh, oh, here he's the same age as he was a few days ago, so I guess yeah. that's pretty old. <laughs> yeah, well, I was looking through the news this weekend, this month's newsletter, mm-hmm. and right at the very beginning... Uh, there's an article about replace your lawn with native plants. Replace your lawn with native plants. And we've heard that ever since Xeriscape came alive. Who's the author? Gail Galaos. She's a soils conservation consultant. And she does a pretty good job there uh, talking about uh, water, reducing water uh, 50, about 50%, <laughs> even converting a small portion of your lawn to drought-tolerant plants can add up to significant water plant changes. 
And she does pretty good on that. And she talks about uh, Turk's cap the co and the contrast of purple Mexican bush sage with yellow copper canyon daisies or the pink on the autumn sage. <laughs> These and other hardy native plants add beauty, color, and nourishment for pollinators. And uh, <laughs> then, uh, then she, then she goes off the track. That replacing shallow-rooted turf grasses like zorza and Saint Augustine grass with deeper-rooted native and perennial plants produce healthier soils. Produces healthier soils to plant native plants. On a, in our landscape, I didn't know you could do that with health, with uh, to make it healthier. So that absorbs more water and creates less runoff. I think mulches do more than that. Uh, well, we well, fit into that category, not just native plants. There's some techniques too on arranging uh, beds. Yeah, right. That, that that's not what she's talking about, huh? No. <laughs> uh, and then she talks about that uh, <laughs> by converting your lawn, you're choosing a landscape that's more appropriate to our local climate. Uh, Neil Sperry had a good article in one of his newsletters about... Uh, his, his father was a great botanist, uh, was out at Sol Ross, yeah. uh, and uh, he described native plants and uh, said that uh, native and adapted plants are what to use, yeah. not just all native plants. So a combination, kind, yeah. of, kind of a balance. And this guy knew all the native plants. By first name. Uh, yeah, knew. Uh, he uh, helped uh, map the uh, Big Bend National Park. Oh, yeah, because I saw and, Ross is right up there. Yeah, you are. He and uh, Barton Warnock uh, did that. I always am amazed when you ask, what is the definition of a native plant? Right, yeah. yeah because, because we kind of pick and choose the definition. I like this plant, so it's from central Mexico, so it must be a native plant native plant or from um, New Mexico or Arizona and they consider some of those as native plants and others not so it's a, it's not a simple not a simple question yeah right but uh, I, I, I don't know if uh, uh, these native plants uh, will keep a uh, with the deeper-rooted native and perennial plants produces healthier soil that absorbs more water and creates less runoff. I don't think they do that. The uh, mulches do that, maybe. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I think back to the back when uh, Manuel Flores was uh, in, installing mm -hmm. native landscapes. Native plant landscape, and uh, he created an entire industry of people 
who wanted to replace their native landscapes because they were so ugly. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and one of, one of the main ones that called me, wanted to get me involved, was Deborah Knapp on yeah. Channel 5. She had her whole lawn done in uh, native plants. And they were good. They were good for about, they usually are beautiful to the pe- people that buy, do them for about a month or six weeks. Oh. And then some some reason, some morning they wake up and look out the uh, look out the door at their their native planting, and ugly hits them right in the head. So then then they then they get mad, and they she called me and wanted me to do a story on not planting native. Oh landscapes. wow. I don't know. I mean, so uh, yeah, she, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So. <laughs> I, I t- sent her a landscaper that would you, give her. You, part of a, a tough issue that I always think, think about is you've got people that look at the hill country. They love the landscape yeah. and, their pro- and their property, but then they then they come convert it to some other uh, to you know instead of the the native landscape, they convert it to a a partial landscape, yeah. so that's always a, a tough issue. If you could uh, just be content with the the landscape, the hill country landscape, yeah, the way it is, that, it seems like that would be the best route. And then you then you got you got a landscape there that doesn't need much water, and you don't have the high maintenance. So. Yeah, and the reason those native plants grow so well out in the hill country. It's because they've enriched the soil out there, Nathan. Are those rocks on those mountains? That's great. That's uh, good to know. Yeah, I, I, Hill Country. Uh, That's did. cool. Well, it, so, so you, soils have and you ex- been enriched by the so native plants. Clearly, agree with her. And if you if you want to test that for yourself, go out and try to dig one of those <laughs> native plants that have enriched the soil. Are they easy to dig or hard to oh, dig? Oh well, I'll let you decide. Okay. <laughs> One man's trash is another man's treasure. That was, so that should, was, I, should I show him the picture yet at Warren Center? Uh-oh. Yeah, you can. can. That that has the look, a look of a, uh, of a, uh, could, could be take all patch. What happened? But, it went up. That came back. Okay. But the, ti- the, the timing is the key there. It could be uh, one of many things. But uh, Warren goes ahead and uh, I think. He, he should go ahead and try this product and uh, see what kind of response he gets. Yeah, okay. This picture shows uh, St. Augustine grass right. that, that's uh, running, in other words, it's growing, spots of it, and it's covering dead grass, or dead grass. Which, which is probably our winter weeds. Yeah, or if it is dead St. Augustine, it was brown patch, from, I mean, a take all patch from, from last, last year. year. Well, that that would be a yeah an issue. Yeah. And so the only remedy for this is to replant the dead areas. Uh, and uh, what, about, what about uh, treating the dead the, the yeah. dead areas and letting it try to? You could do an, a bit of an experiment and uh, and see whether the response to this. 
this product, the Heritage Syngenta product, yeah. uh, results in the in the San Augustine grass moving into those areas quickly. Well, I, w- I will mention this in passing. Kind of remorseful. But uh, when Forrest Appleton was taking care of the Jones Mossberger grass plots over there, that's when this takeoff patch first showed up. Oh, wow. And uh, they had identified the pathogen. So he has a, had a beautiful bed uh, of all the grasses over there. And uh, we took some samples of the floor tan. And they took it back to the labs, and they said it had the all spores, but no symptoms. Huh. No, uh, no show of symptoms. Well, that's kind of confusing. Just like, well, no, it's floor tan. Oh, because oh, I see. It, it, you know, we've never seen brown patch on Florida. Okay, and but the problem lies in that we can't get 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 enough Florida. Hmm. So anyway, all right, cool. Well, thank you. But uh, well, Warren will uh, Warren and his techniques will will get some uh, good information probably, Milton. Yeah, we'll, we'll learn from Warren on this one too. Now this product uh, that uh, we can't say <laughs> is uh, was developed to uh, take the place of spreading that uh, sphagnum peat. Oh yeah, that That's was right. the first uh, recommendation, and of course people went nuts with that. Uh, it, it was because it acidified the the, the fungus couldn't live. In yeah, right. Acid. I never so. had I never had great success with it. Oh. In all the t- tests I put it yeah. through. It's hard to put on. Oh gosh, yeah. In the in the small amounts that you got to use it, yeah. break it up. But uh, the scientists say that uh, this product will work. Now I think that product is very expensive. Do you see the cost of that bag? I do. Fifty-six dollars and ninety-nine cents. Oh, okay. And that covers quite a bit of area, I guess. That's about the same amount as a uh, as Roundup. Yeah. 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 So anyway, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We could probably still still sneak in another question. We got about five minutes left for today's show. You know, Jerry's been mentioning the newsletter. I'll mention to you uh, that you can get the newsletter uh, sent to you through email uh, by going to millburgernursery dot com and uh, signing up for it. Uh, and it's a beautiful color uh, production and. Um, then also you can um, see old issues, too, at millburgernursery.com, millburgernursery.com. And Trace was especially proud, would not give us details. That's the way Trace rolls. <laughs> uh, Wednesday, go to millburgernursery.com and check out the, uh, the new ad pages for the 4th of July weekend because he says it's just going to be great. Yeah, and he, uh, he, he's hinting around or thinking about requesting that uh, all people that get the written newsletter yeah that you switch uh, switch over to uh yeah so and you could do it there and yeah. and the reason for that is <laughs> uh it costs a tremendous amount of money to send those newsletters out especially as many as they s- sent out that's been a very popular 
Yeah, newsletter. As far as I know, that's the only newsletter left in San Antonio. Oh my goodness! That you get week, that you get uh, monthly. So, uh, so you might want to make the switch. You might want to make the switch too, because the pictures in color. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like Jerry was showing us the grass, and it was yellow and black. And the, the uh, black Napier was <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, if he had in color. The old, the old, the uh, old news. Uh, recently published newsletters mm-hmm. are are uh, on the website yeah, too. Millburgernursery.com. Uh, what I'm wondering, and I have to check it out, is that are they searchable? We need to put a search engine on. No, there. I don't know. Maybe That's a, a Google question. search engine. That's what I use. Yeah, and so that people could go into those old newsletters. And, and search for topics find find out the topics that they want. Yeah. So uh, right. they're working on improving it, and also lowering the cost to Melbourne. It's not on uh, PlantAnswers.com either, is it? No. No. Okay. Not the old newsletter. All right. Uh, again, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. By the way, the nursery is open for the Fourth of July weekend for both. For what? Yeah. You thinking that poor people work on the Fourth of July? I remember when we used to have people from your family come spit seeds on the 4th of July. There you go. watermelon seed spitting contest. Yeah, they had watermelons in the... When Jeremy was knee-high to a grasshopper. As the, as and he said. won. Yeah, he did win. <laughs> and uh, they had some watermelons in the break room there. Oh, wow. And uh, I said, I told him, I said, what's those black things in there? <laughs> they went out in a see-through uh, card. And uh, I said, I don't eat those things with black things. You don't eat the seeds? No. Okay. And Calvin does. <laughs> but uh, Calvin and, don't care. And they brought up the fact that. Ruffage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gee. And they brought up the fact about that uh, seed spitting contest. Oh, did they really? There, yeah. Oh, my goodness. They remembered that? Yeah. Wow. Well, we used to have seed. You always could find seed spitting contests. Uh, <laughs> you know, doing that uh, that period, watermelon, watermelon period. Period. Yeah, and but, but we don't do it as much anymore. And July Fourth is a time to eat watermelons because all the time, yeah, it's all the time to eat watermelon. They're good for your kidneys. Uh huh. They're not, they're kind of tough on diabetes. Though. Yeah, they're a little sugary. Yeah, when I when we had uh, variety trials out oh, of twenty five different varieties of seedless and seeded watermelons, we would go out and test them. And I had some of my volunteers line up to test them after a hard day of sorting the melons. Yeah, in a hurry, we just got like 20 seconds. <laughs> and they they did that, but they wouldn't take just a little bite. Yeah, they would. I said, you got 25 coming at you. All right, we got we got to stop the story here. So we'll say goodbye. Happy birthday to Calvin. Thank you for listening.